Well, hello world, and welcome to Confluence, the lifestyle where confidence meets influence. I'm your host, Charlie Marcole, and I'm so glad you joined in today. We will talk about so many exciting things, so stay tuned. I'm so happy you're here. What's up, my good people? Welcome back to a special group of women that I call Confluencers. It's so good to be back for episode 30. Yes, 30, y'all. 30 episodes of goodness, sisterhood, and realness. Thank you so much for being a part of this tribe. This podcast was designed to connect a community of women dedicated to making an impact by using the gifts, skills, and talents to serve others through encouragement, through positive energy, and authentic advice. That's why I bring on guests. We are lifting as we climb. We are in the second week of April, and this month is full of celebrations. I have a few friends making another trip around the sun, And I am celebrating my 20th year in the most illustrious sorority ever. You figured that one out. It's just so unbelievable. Time waits for no man. April is filled with some of the best days, but some of the weirdest as well. So April brought in National Autism Awareness Month, National Jazz Appreciation Month, Sibling Day, shout out to all the listeners with siblings stepping full. Now, this one right here, National Straw Hat Month. Who on heaven's green earth decided that a straw hat needed a day? I don't know. But whoever it was, hats off to them. But April is also Financial Literacy Month. And that's what this week's podcast is all about. Carrying financial debt is stressful. Mm. It can damage your self-esteem and negatively impact your closest relationships. Take it from me. I know firsthand. We need to get our money right and get it tight. We need to learn how to invest and eliminate. Find and be frugal. According to USA Today, 69% of American households are in debt, and I can believe it. Each household struggles with an average of $70,000 in debt, which is more than some people make in a year, especially in these tough economic times. I feel it. I can see it. I smell it. I feel our economy slipping. How do I know? Just look around, y'all. Pay less closing. Victoria's Secret closing. Sears, which closed a slew of its stores in 2018 and filed for bankruptcy. That one made me sad because as a child, that is where my mama used to go and get my undergarments because they were quality and they held a thick little girl like me up. So I was really sad to see them close their doors. Oh, and I can't forget about the gap. 
Do you remember one time when the Gap was the coolest store in the mall? That was a place where you wanted your mama to go to get your khakis, your white tees, your sweats, your jeans, and not anymore. Henry Bendel, it stores after 123 years in business. The luxury chain store has closed its doors in January, including the flagship store that's in New York City on Fifth Avenue. What's the point? If businesses are struggling, now you know individuals are too. There is so much that we cannot control in our life. But one thing that we can control is our financial well-being. I've lost it. It has slipped away. You can put funds away for a rainy day. So a failing and frail economy does not bite you in the butt. Because believe me, y'all, it's coming. And you don't want it to impact your family's needs. This week, I had a reality check. And I've decided that I needed to do better for my son. Kids who grow up in a financially stable culture and know about financial literacy and accountability have a greater chance of being financially stable in their adulthood. They are not going to give us 40 acres and a mule. We must educate ourselves and do better moving towards our future. Will Rogers' famous quote says, too many people spend money they haven't earned to buy things they don't want to impress people they don't like. You get that? Made all the sense in the world to me. Achieving financial stability frees you from being in a trap. Not the trap house. Trap life, which is a big difference. My guest today knows far too well about the trap. Growing up in the inner city of Cleveland, Ohio, she knew that there was a better way. Therefore, she created a master plan to educate and change the mindset of financial thinking, starting with her family. She's a wife, mom, and CPA. She's committed her life to helping others become financially savvy and achieve their long-term financial goals. Despite whatever the financial history may look like and whatever mistakes you've made with your money, she wants to help others realize that obtaining wealth is possible. Ladies of Confluence, let's welcome and whoop it up for Ashira, better known as Savvy Girl Money. Whoop, 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 whoop. Well, hello, hello. Are you here? I'm here. All right. I'm like, did I lose? No, no, you didn't lose me. You didn't lose me. (laughs) Well, thank you for coming on the Confluence the Lifestyle Podcast where confidence meets influence. I am so happy that you are here and our schedules finally have the chance to align. Yes, 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 yes. I am so happy well, you, to be here. You know I'm happy to have you. You know I'm happy to have you. 
a black woman about her business and definitely counting her coins, honey. Yes, yes, yes. I love my coins now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tell people who you are and what do you do in your brand? So my name is Ashira Nelson. I am also known as Savvy Girl Money um, in my brand. Um, So I'm creating this financial platform to help educate individuals, mainly women, about different financial topics. Um, I grew up in the inner city of Cleveland and A lot of people where I grew up from were living paycheck to paycheck, Section 8, food stamps. And just growing up, I just knew there had to be another way to live. Everyone around me felt like it was normal or this. Honestly, it was their lives. They didn't know Mm. anything better. They Honestly, they never questioned it. But I knew that it had to be another way to live. And I honestly, just like since a young girl, was just on a mission to find another way. And as I began to educate myself, I'm like, I can't stop with just educate myself. I got to do more. I got to educate my family. I have to educate my community. And honestly, that's all Savvy Girl Money about, educating my family and my community. Mm, that's good because you know what I am noticing about you know people of color we do not make sound decisions when it comes to our finances right um right I know we kind of get you know excited when we see rappers we think they're doing it you know, um, and we get excited when we look at this Instagram live because they got a Benz. And so, you know, we try to keep up with people that we don't really know. Right. Or people that put, yeah. you know, one leg inside of their draws every day, just like you and I. But somehow we want to keep up with the lifestyle that they are, you know, portraying. Right. Because this ain't nothing but a bunch of acting going on, really. Absolutely. That's all Instagram is. A bunch of acting. And we kind of get ourselves in a pickle, in a bind. Um, Me for one. You know, I have literally laid away my life since 1997. Because when I went to college, college students could get credit cards. And I used to think it was so cute to have a wallet full of credit cards. So can we talk about credit for a minute? Yes, we can. Definitely. Okay. You know, because some people say you got to have credit. You got to have credit. And then people that have credit, like, Lord, I don't want no credit. Which, Which way is the correct way to go? For me personally, I feel like you, you need that one major credit card. Okay. And once you got your one major credit card that honestly can be accepted at any location you go to, I think you should also have your favorite credit card. So your one credit card, that's like your emergency card. Take it anywhere you can, you go. Then you got your favorite one. Like for me, my favorite card is Target. (laughs) So I got my one, my major credit card, my PNC credit card. Then I got my Target credit card. Because I just love me some Target. So 
even though I have more than that, those are my main two that honestly, I can close the other ones today and I'll be just fine. Just fine. I could do without them in my life. Mm. So do you pay the minimum? Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a minimum girl. But you know what? I looked at my Chase cards. I have a Chase Platinum okay. card. And I looked at it the other day and it told me that if I continue to pay the minimum payment, it's going to take me 16 years mm-hmm. to pay the balance off. So do you believe in, you know, doing minimums or are you that chick that like, okay, I'm going to charge this 300 in my next pay period. I'm going to pay this 300 off before this interest rate hit me. Now, let me tell you about this chick here. So I got this rule. This is one of my savvy girl rules. If you cannot pay it off by the statement closing date, you cannot charge it to that card. Ooh, say that again for me, not the people in the back. If say it again not, for me. If you cannot pay off by the statement date, because a lot of people go by the end of the month. No, 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 no. You have to go by your ending statement date. So, for instance, on my PNC credit card, my statement date is the 16th of every month. But if I made the mistake of going to the end of the month, I just added on two additional weeks of paying interest because I did not pay that balance off by the statement ending date. So you have to learn your dates. That's the first thing. Um, People want to get credit cards, but you got to get educated. Like you really got to take the time to read, ask questions and know your dates. That's the important things with those credit cards. And if you got too many going on, how you going to remember all them dates? Girl, that's the problem. That yes. is Josara's problem. Man. Well, I had to actually bring you on because April is financial literacy month, right? And mm-hmm. so, like, I am so, I, you know, the month of March I did this spring cleaning thing, right? Come to find out, really, like, yeah, we think spring cleaning is our clothes and you know, all the products up under our counters that we don't use, but I like took a bigger initiative and say, let me look at my finances. I don't think I am in shape, really. Like, you know, like people look at me like, girl, you doing it, girl. You got it going on, girl. You got a house. You got a car. Girl, I got a lot of debt. That's what I have. You know, and not we're not talking about like I got, of course, my good debt, like my house, my car, my student loans. But I have a lot of credit cards. And like, and you know, like I was just looking and like you said, you just educated me on something about the statement date because, you know, I pay about a due date, but like you said, mm-hmm. I, 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 some months, hell, I forget to pay them and I ain't got a call with a line like, okay, can you, you know, wave my leg? And like, sometimes they're like, okay, but you already got one three months ago. So I'm like, okay, something's got to give because I am shelling out a whole lot more money and then when I said saw that 16 years I was like whoa my son gonna be out of high school out of mm-hmm. college and probably out of grad school before <laughs> I pay off this credit card with these shoes that I probably ain't gonna even own anymore or honestly you probably gonna forget they even in there you right you right look in the back of that closet like man what's that what's that box I'm a good that's some shows I forgot about. And so mm. I am just trying to get myself in a more financially sound place. 
because yeah it's it's an echo it's an echo <laughs> and i'm just i'm keeping it real i am very transparent about who i am and what i do and what i have and so like you know when people look like yo you doing it you doing it but i think we think we think like you know having a credit card is the end all to be all and like you said it's good to have that one in case of emergency and explain what case of emergency is because you know some people put like case of emergency <laughs> like the louis v case of emergency the red bottoms what is a case of emergency type of situation case of emergency situation can be i'm on vacation it's something bad I got this. I got to go to the uh, urgent care. Mm. This is an emergency situation. They just told me that I have to pay uh, a copay, $75 copay. That was an emergency. We didn't plan for this. Oh, you don't even have the cash with you because you on vacation. You didn't plan for this $75 copay. So in this case, because it is an emergency, that will be the moment to use your credit card to pay for that copay because you don't want to mess up the rest of your trip. You already not feeling well, so it's a it's an em- it's a true emergency. It ain't because absolutely it ain't because you feeling absolutely. some kind of way. It's some impulsive type buy. It is truly an, em- an emergency. Okay, I got it now. Listen, that nail in your tire that might be that emergency, mm. but oh it. You, now you're sewing and lifting up and you you was going to try to wear it another week but it's just lifting too bad it's lifting too bad now that ain't an emergency that ain't an that emergency not, that ain't an emergency since <laughs> your weave looking Man, bad I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that's not the emergency I'm talking about today but okay. those true emergencies those are the things you want to really focus on um, using your credit card for and if you have the moments where you want to splurge, splurge on, but if you cannot pay it by that statement date, honey, you won't be splurging today. Mm, okay. So what's a good rule of thumb for saving savvy? Um, honestly, when you're saving, you have to learn to pay yourself first. You have to. Nobody get paid before you do. And I don't have like a certain rule because everyone savings goals are different, but no matter your savings goal, you have to commit to paying yourself first. Okay. Okay. So put it up in your savings account yep. before you pay any bills. Yep. If that deposit come in, you want to make that transfer to your savings account or your emergency fund first. That's mm. rule number one. Okay. Okay. So what are some good and bad examples of spending that you've seen? You know, I mean, we are listen, yo, Sarah, this one right here. <laughs> this one, I am an emotional, I'm not an emotional eater. I am an emotional spender. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a place in my life right now that my I, my emotions cannot outweigh how I feel. I got to sit down somewhere. So I've made some bad choices. I remember when I was going through the divorce, I went and got, are you ready for it? I'm ready. 
Brace yourself. Brace yourself. Brace yourself. Because it, it wasn't like a, uh, you know, a, a, a necklace or, you know, a new dress. I went and got a forerunner. Knowing good and well that I could not afford a forerunner. Because it's part two after you drive it off the lot. Right? You Ooh, got the insurance. Yes. You got the gas. It, it's like, that was 75 to fill up. Right, like, you know what I mean. And how often so, you was doing that? A week, girl. That forerunner, baby. That for I miss her. I miss her. Ooh. You see, I had to get rid of her. Okay, I she miss gone her. though. Woo. She gone. Oh, she gone. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> like I said, there are some you know good and bad examples of spending money. For me, that was a very bad example. So, what are some good and bad examples of spending money that you've seen? Okay. I hate to start with the bad, but I'm going to start with the bad. Some bad examples of spending money is getting paid and thinking that you're obligated to go out to dinner just because Mm. it's payday. Mm. We got to get out of that. We got to get out of that. We got to learn how to put a gap between our earnings and our depositing of that cash and our spending. We got to put a gap between those days. We gotta mm-hmm. learn how to do that. Um, it, it's not a race. It's not a race to spend that paycheck. It wasn't a race for us to earn it. Oh, I, hey, it took us two whole weeks to earn that money. That time <laughs> took forever. <laughs> now we gotta put some time in between when it comes in our account and when it leaves our bank account. That's one of those biggest things I see. Like I literally see people, especially on social media, like clockwork. Oh, I got paid this week. Time to go out to eat as if it's like it's a must have thing. And oh my God, that food is literally the food budget is really killing us. Killing us. Yeah, mine looks like a diary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my bank account probably looks like a food diary, but it, it will help you. If I think too, I don't like to pull my statements. But if you pull your bank statements, it will actually tell you where you are actually going. A lot it of people really, like to go digital, but really you need to go old school when it comes you to your You do, dollars. because yeah. you need that reality check. You need mm-hmm. somebody to check your chin and tell you, you didn't spend 60% of your paycheck on eating out. You need that. Mm. You need to see it on that paper. I, I got to have that reality check on paper. I really do, just for my mind. I have to. Mm. Mm. I really do. And just because you got to you gotta discuss the good. So some good um, spending habits, I would just say, is someone actually committing to their budget, whatever that could be, just committing to some type of budget or plan for spending your money. Or good habits is that saving savvy tip is, paying yourself first those are good spending habits that we got to become accustomed to it has to become a norm for us and it takes time because nothing nothing happens overnight so we just got to get in the habit of doing good with our money okay so can i put it on you now can you can (laughs) all right so because people are probably like okay now you're savvy girl but have you ever failed at saving? Or have you ever failed at spending too much over it? Just, 
you know so have you failed at this I did um honestly I I just didn't grow up and I didn't grow up knowing I mean we didn't Mm. talk about this in my household I don't ever remember seeing my parents like with a bank account I I kind of remember seeing them with some type of like card I wasn't sure if it was a debit card or credit card but I know for a fact um growing up my parents didn't constantly have a bank account because um once I became savvy girl um through the process my first commitment was to my parents and helping wow, them get their beautiful. stuff together yeah um open my mom up a bank account um fix both of my parents credit first that was like my first commitment before anybody else before my husband um, before my siblings because they were next um, but I just had to do it for my parents because you know it's so easy for us to b- blame our parents for what we didn't know but I had to remember that my parents didn't know mm. how was they supposed to teach me something they didn't know so no savvy girl um, didn't always have it all together or no I didn't always know um I just didn't have a lot and I didn't have a lot of knowledge. So no. Um, And once I started to learn, I quickly felt myself making like mistakes, meaning I was like being like that petty saver. And what I mean by that petty saver was like, no, like this is what I used to do. And I told myself I was never going to, I used to save like every penny where I stopped even enjoying life. Mm, aggressive. Stop, the yes, super, yes. Yeah. So aggressive with my saving, but I was not smart about it because I was putting it into like my savings account that was earning like 0.0%. So at the end of the year, I had made $72 and I'm like I just broke my neck I didn't go spend time with my grandmother or I didn't spend the time with my siblings over trying to get $72 at the end of the year like what mm. so even though my heart and my mind was in the right place I wasn't smart with it I wasn't savvy with it because of the lack of knowledge I knew I needed to save once I did become Savvy Girl in the beginning, but I still wasn't savvy with it. So no, um, Savvy Girl didn't always have it all figured out. I I had to get a reality check. And then through my process, I had to learn a good balance of living in a moment and living for the future. Oh, that's good. Living in a moment and living for the future. That's good. Living for you the gotta moment. You got to find a balance. Mm, find a balance. Living in the moment and living for the future. So, what are some good savings accounts that women of confluence should like shop for? Because you know, you're right. I mean, we come with we get that ordinary, you know, checking and savings that's linked together. But are there better savings accounts out there? It absolutely is. And actually, one of my goals this month is because I have to be honest, I don't have one open yet, but I'm in my research stage of getting one. But there are these things called high yield savings accounts out there. And I am urging everyone to do their research into these accounts. So what they are are these um, online savings accounts 
that you are earning higher rate of returns on. So like I said in my bad example of when I was that petty saver, I wasn't earning much. I was earning like a few pennies on what I was saving. And I was like really missing out on life trying to save this money. You want to go find you a nice high yield savings account. And I'll kind of name a couple um, that I found. Um, Goldman and uh, Goldman, they have a really good one. Um, State Farm Bank has a good one. Um, Synchrony Bank has a good one. And how I determine what a good one is, they have like a uh, 2% or 2.5% interest rate that you're going to be earning on your savings. Because you don't want to just be saving a save. You want to make sure that your savings is actually earning money, earning interest for you on mm. at, at the end of the year. Like that's the best thing. You have to make sure your savings account is earning money. Mm. Okay. Got to earn money. You can still earn money through your money. Earn Absolutely. money through your money. Okay. You don't want it to just be sitting there because it means nothing at that point. And honestly, just sitting there doing nothing, you're losing money because of inflation. You want to make sure you are actually earning money. And you it, it takes some time because you have to research these high yield online savings accounts and really do your search but it's not hard to find but you have to do the work mm. so you got to do the work when you want you know a happy marriage you got to do the work when you want your money Absolutely. to be right you, you just got to do the work that's what really got to put in the work that's what it is that's what life boils down to Absolutely, because if it come easy, I don't want it. Mm. I don't want it. Mm. Oh, girl, that just spoke to my spirit. Mm. Okay. <laughs> if it come easy, I don't want it. Okay. Okay. Mm-mm, they can keep that. Keep, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so tell the people, because people, like I say, wealth and riches. Is there a difference? Because, you know, this is a new school. You have a lot of millennials leading the way right because mm-hmm. they, they are the new upcoming you know generation to be reckoned with and I think just to put insert this I think we are viewed as the new wave only because we're growing up in this information age okay with everything that knowledge is so readily available for us um, as opposed to other generations the internet might not have been as accessible like now the internet is everywhere a millennial touch like lord knows it's on your watch it's on everything so it's so accessible to us but no please finish okay like is there a difference between wealth and riches honestly yes Mm. um i never okay so one of my money idols is this guy his name is robert kurosaki and my first book that I ever read and my first financial book I ever read was because, like I said, I grew up in the inner city of Cleveland. We weren't sitting around reading books. Um, I didn't get those skills or I didn't understand the importance of it till later in life. So my first book I ever read from cover to cover was this book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which kind of displayed the whole rich versus poor thing um but how he defines it and what always stuck to me since my freshman year of college was 
rich people, they have a lot of money. But wealthy people, they stop worrying about money because they got time and money on their side. Mm. And I just always remember his definition of rich versus wealthy. And I remember like Savvy Girl is like on the journey to be wealthy. I want to be rich, but rich for a certain period time. of time. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get that time, timing, the flexibility where I determine my day, not someone else or a company. Like you could be rich, but you rich within a company where it's still kind of controlling you like a puppet. I don't want that. I want my time, my flexibility and money on top of that. So that's what's really wealth to me, that time, flexibility. And that's what I'm seeking. Mm-hmm. I always say riches is kind of new. Wealth old. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, that old money. That old money, right? Like the, yeah. you know, J.P. Morgan, uh, you know, Chase family, the Morgans, the Stanleys, the mm-hmm. Rockefellers. Like, it's some names that you could say in America. You like, they still making money in their sleep. Absolutely. Like, you, like yeah. that is wealth. That is generational wealth. That is something that I want to create for my son and for his sons and their sons. Like I want, that's what, when I think of wealth, I think of generational riches. I think that it can stop, right? It can stop right at you. It can stop at your child and it doesn't go any further than that. And so that's kind of like my gauge. And on my vision board this year, I actually put, instead of riches, I put the word wealth because I felt like there is a difference when you're talking about distinguished, you know what I mean? Being distinguished in the uh, categories. I feel like, like I say, riches, it's kind of new. It fades. If you, you know, you're investing in the market, if the market belly ups, baby, it's gone. Wealth. It just kind of like, it's withholding. It stands the test of time. And right. yes, and it, it you know, like, yeah. Even if you do lose something in the stock, you're like, oh, okay, I lost it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that was a little pinch. Yeah. A pinch. Okay. Okay. Pinch. And I, I use that as my pitch. Okay, so how can a woman of confluence become financially savvy? This woman has to make a plan for her money. Okay. She has to. We can't go at life blind and we can't go at, go through our money journey just without a plan. All good things require a plan. And through this planning process, we have to go back old school. We have to go back to writing things down on physical papers. I know there's so many apps out there to do this and that and just so many different things out there. We have to write it down. I feel like when you write it down, it just makes it real. Mm. And I only respect the real. So it has to be wrote down. We have to write our plan. And your money plan can be a budget. And that's what I stick to. I stick to a budget. Or honestly, your money plan can be a sentence on that piece of paper. But it needs to be something that you refer back to. That you can hold yourself committed to and accountable for accomplishing but it has to be wrote down and I like to even add a date to it 
Because once you accomplish your baby, you want to be able to say, on this date, I said this and I did that. I saw on Instagram you posted your monthly budget. I do. I do. Yeah. I know. Help me, Lord. (laughs) That's how committed I am. That's how committed I am. Um, my husband at first he's like you're sharing too much you're just doing too much like why you why you gotta put numbers to it like why because numbers makes it real number you know you can lie tongues will say anything exactly. but numbers will give your like, lord it ain't there we squeezing blood exactly. from the top. like you know what I mean? like oh yeah absolutely you put numbers there and then i'm i'm time stamping it through instagram and i'm letting it stay there so you can refer back to it and you'll be able to see the growth hopefully um down the line because i'm gonna do this i'm gonna share my budget for an entire year straight um and even if someone don't get um inspired in february maybe my um july budget can expire them and if not in in july maybe my october budget it'll be something in there so i'm trying to share my budget journey to inspire people um touch different people lives and just be raw and vulnerable um it's not easy sharing my numbers because lord knows i don't always hit my target goal but i mean maybe i can speak to someone to just start making a plan for their money you inspired me i mean again Like I told you, a lot of people look at me and think, oh, this girl, she has it together. But 2019, I thought, oh, this is going to be my takeoff year. And it is a takeoff year. And it's like, I am taking off all the mask that I've like so desperately hit behind. And my friend said it best to me. Like, I have layawayed my whole life. And, and people think, oh, you can't have credit cards that long. Yes, the hell you can if you just keep balance transferring. And I'm, I was the queen Absolutely. of balance yes, transfer. The queen. And thinking I'm doing something, girl. And then hold up. I'm going to mess you up. I, here is my truth. I have balance transferred. And when that credit card was back at zero, I done went back and charged something on something that oh, I transferred. No. Girl, you better help your sorrow today. Like, Oh, I am here to help. Girl. That's why I was like, I got to bring you on my podcast because I don't like, like I said, I am taking mask off with the mask off. Yes, that is me this year. And so I, I want to help. That's what confluence is all about. It is a tribe of women that do things. I'm, I'm confident as they come. I'm very influential, but I keep it real. And I want to influence somebody to live a better life because we are between the ages of 25 to I'm listeners all the way up to 60. But you want people to live a healthy life and being financial sound is healthy. You know, health is wealth and you can Absolutely. be healthy in your budget. You could be healthy in your pocketbook. You know what I mean? You ain't got to rob Peter to pay Paul. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And you can still enjoy life and have a money plan. Say that again. Um, you can still enjoy life by having a money plan slash budget. I am not missing out on anything. So you still travel? I, I still travel. Absolutely. I'm going on vacation two weeks from now. Okay. 
So Absolutely. you still uh, happy hour, kick it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All within my budget. I just put it into my budget. Mm. I still do date nights. I still travel. I still um, go shopping. But only when I make a plan for it in my budget. That's the key. Write it down. Make a plan. Yep. Stick to make it. A plan. Don't detour. Right. You kind of just say like, okay, for happy hours, happy hours, I am going to allow myself to enjoy two happy hours a month. And when I am relaxing, having a good time, great conversation with my friend, my plan is to spend $30 during that time. Because spending $30 does not take away from the other responsibilities that I have that month. And that's what I do. I give myself $30 to enjoy happy hour with my coworkers or with my girlfriends. But I only do it and I set a limit around what does not take away from my other financial responsibilities for the month. So if your budget allows for $10 or $50, that's your budget. But you set the price based on your financial responsibilities. Mm. And see, I, you know, I feel guilty when we're at happy hour and sometimes I do have a, but you just hit it on the nail. I do a lot of things in my head. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. I thought I had. Oh, Lord, I thought I had. And so, like, I know people like, I'll do this round, you do this round. And I'm like, ooh, child. I can't. And then that's when I got to bust the credit card out because we're doing rounds, we're doing this, we're doing that. And it's like, yee. But now let me tell you what I do. I don't go. And Mm. let me tell you, because the place that I'm in, when I tell you I'm getting healthy and you have to do, sometimes you got to go cold turkey. I have Absolutely. happy hour at my house. Yes, and I, I do that a lot. Okay, I do that a lot. Where honestly, if I want a girlfriend to come over, oh, you bring the wine, I got the snack. Well, we sharing this responsibility, and we only limited to what we bring. We we can't we can't buy another round. We only got this, so it naturally kind of keep us in check that way mm-hmm. so I love that you sometimes just stay in I stay in I gotta keep it real because I'm telling you that was a reality check when I opened that envelope and sometimes we like you said you just schooled me on a statement day because I'll just pay it by the due day right and so I'm like oh, okay I'm good it's paid but you just hit it like oh no wonder and it said 16 years Girl, I was just like, wait a minute, 16? Like, that, I, like that's another decade plus six. Exactly. I will be 56 like, before I can pay off this credit card. Hmm. Girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Here's my last and final question. I'm ready. How would you define a woman of confluence in your eyes? Hmm. So for me, um, that would be a woman who just have the courage to share her journey, to have a positive impact on another woman's life. Because it takes confidence to be influence, influential. So just that person that has the confidence to really share their journey. Mm. 
And thank you for sharing yours with us tonight. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Tell people where they can find you. And if they want to learn more about becoming financially savvy. So you can find me on um, how you found me first um, is on Instagram. I am at Savvy Girl Money. And you can find me on my YouTube channel. I have these quick, cute little videos about different financial topics um, on my YouTube channel. It's also um, Savvy Girl Money. And you can find me on my website at www.savvygirlmoney.com. This has been awesome. As you can see, I think this podcast was more for me today and you know I got to bring you back Sarah you know I have to bring you anytime, back anytime anytime oh cause listen I might be a client okay come on <laughs> come on over I'm definitely taking clients all the time well we appreciate you for coming on and thank you for being a woman of confluence yes thank you for having me alright have a good night you too talk soon okay Ooh, child, you talk about keeping it real. Mm, We got faux money, real problems. There you have it. Thank you, Savvy Girl Money, for your nuggets of wisdom. Ladies of Confluence, please go like, follow, and share her information. In the words of Savvy Girl Money, Don't charge it on your credit card if you can't pay it off by your statement date. Your due date and your statement date are two different days. Educate yourself so you will be informed on your dates. Ladies, please don't let your eyes become bigger than your pocketbook. Want to start saving savvy? Consider paying yourself first. Put your money away for a rainy day. We have to learn to put a gap between our earnings, the deposit, and our spending. Find a savings account that will earn interest for you. Do your research and find a high-yield savings account so your money can make money for you while it's sitting there. And she told us, hey... Old school wins in this one. Go old school with your finances. Pull your bank statements so you can see where you are spending your money. Make a plan, build a budget, and stick to it. We have to learn to live for the moment and live for the future. At this age, it's the future that I should be concerned about anyway. What about you? Do me a favor, ladies of Confluence. Evaluate your expenses and learn to live frugally. I'm going to control my impulse spending. I have to. It's a must. I must get financially fit. That's it. Hey, we could do it together. Let's get financially fit so our future can be better than our present. Well, that's it for me this week. I am off to find a high-yield savings account 
that will make me money while my money is sitting there. Until next time, be blessed and a blessing to others. Smooches, confluencers.